Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. What's up, everybody? Long time no see. So, in the last podcast, I spoke about my car keys, I spoke about racism in Canada, and I spoke about my weekend plans, which were to go camping. And guess what? I did not go camping. And let me explain why, because I have one hell of a story here. So, as you know, I lost the car keys, and I do take full responsibility for that. It was my fault, I screwed up, I fucked up, it is what it is. Now, I needed to get a locksmith to get me some new keys for the car. A locksmith. L-O-C-K-S-M-I-T-H. A locksmith is a person who can open doors, essentially, and they cut keys. So we don't usually say make a key. We might say, I need to get a key cut. C-U-T. So anyways, I'm on the phone to the locksmith. And he says it will cost me about $300 to get the car keys. Well, what can you do? Nothing. There's absolutely nothing. You have no choice. Unless you just want to abandon the car. So I paid $300 get the car keys, we're back on the road, life is good. That was Friday. And remember, on Sunday, the plan was to go camping. So, Saturday morning comes around. It's early, I wake up at about, what, 6 o'clock or 6.30? And I decide to drive to the supermarket because I want some bacon. I want some bacon for breakfast. Bacon, eggs, cheese. So, anyways, I drive to the supermarket. I do my shopping, I get my bacon, I get my cheese, I get my eggs. I go back to the car. I turn on the car, no problems. I put the car into drive. Nothing happens. Nothing. Okay, I'm thinking, you know, maybe just need to get it into gear a little bit. It's an automatic car, by the way, not a manual. So, I turn off the car, I start it again, and I put the car into drive, and still nothing. So now I'm a little concerned, now I'm a little worried, and now I'm thinking, did I just pay $300 yesterday only for my car to break down today? That is exactly what I did. So I was able to actually drive the car home because on an automatic car you can manually choose gear one, gear two and gear three. You can't do anything else, just one, two and three. So by manually going to gear one I was able to get the car moving and then I had to manually switch to gear 2 and gear 3, which in an automatic vehicle is definitely not easy to do. A little dangerous. So, anyways, get back to the house. I called a garage. They asked me what's up. I said something's happening with my transmission. I don't know much about cars. Can you help me? I take the car to the garage. It's a good garage. I like this place garage mechanic, whatever you want to call it. And about 30 or 40 minutes after I drop off the car, I get a phone call. 
a very sad and painful phone call. And the mechanic says, Ronan, buddy, the car is dead. It was tough to hear. It was tough to listen. And it was tough to accept. But at the end of the day, that 2006 Chevrolet Uplander LS got us through a lot. And it only cost us $600 when we first got it. Great memories with that van. But for $2,500, we could get the car repaired. That's an awful lot of money to put into a vehicle. It's an awful lot of money to pay for repairs on a 2006 car with 255,000 kilometers, I believe. So, we decided to not repair the car. We decided to say goodbye to our car, whose name was Stan. S-T-A-N. Great car. I loved it. I loved that car because you could drive anywhere, anytime, and sleep in it. It was like a big people carrier van. But because um, we don't have any family or anything, we took out the back seats and put a bed into it. So it was very nice. So that was the story with the car. And of course, that is why we did not get to go camping last week, which is very unfortunate. Was looking forward to it on the Sunday, and then on the Saturday, the car broke down. So just get this into your head, the timeline. On Friday, I pay $300 to get new car keys. On Saturday, I drive to the supermarket, the car dies... On Saturday afternoon, we are told the car needs a new transmission and that will cost $2,500. So we decided to get rid of the car. So that's what happened. That's a kick in the teeth. Kick in the teeth. It's like when something extra bad happens. So it's like I paid the $300 and the next day the car broke down. Well, that's just a kick in the teeth. That is extremely annoying, extremely frustrating. What a waste of $300. But you know what, guys? It is what it is. A very common phrase in this podcast. It is what it is. I can't change it. There's no point in crying over spilt milk. There's a good expression for you. So, because we live in Canada, you kind of need a car. You know, most cities in Europe, for example, you can get by without a vehicle. You can get to visit your friends. You can, because you have public transport, for example, the cities are smaller. However, in Kelowna, in British Columbia, it's a very sparsely populated area. It's very, um, we're not living on top of each other. We live in the same town, but it might, be, it might take a while to get to your friend's house. It's a big town. It's a very spread out town. So without a car, it sure does get difficult. Doing groceries was an absolute pain without the car. 
you know, myself and my partner would have to cycle down to the shop with our backpacks, buy some food, cycle back to the house fast, depending on what food we bought, and the next day do it again. So we needed a car, we wanted to go camping, so we started to look for a car. Now, we're not rich, so we're definitely not looking for a new car. I have no interest in buying a brand new car. We were looking for a used car. So I don't know about you or where you live, but it's always interesting to try to figure out where do I buy a car? Where do I go to look for a car? What do I look for when I'm buying a car? What is important to check when you're buying a car? So we actually just did all of our searching online. Facebook Marketplace was extremely handy. Kijiji, Craigslist, these are different websites in Canada that people use to buy and sell things, essentially. And long story short, we got a deal. We got an absolute deal with a new car. We got a 2008 Dodge Caliber with only 150,000 kilometers, which is nothing. It was a city car. It was used for driving to the university and back for three years. So no major big road trips in it, not off-road, only highway or town, which is pretty good. And here's the kicker. The father... So, the car belonged to a girl. She moved to Vancouver. And the father inherited the car, essentially. And, um, yeah, he just wanted to get rid of it fast. He wanted to sell the car fast because it was sitting in his driveway doing nothing. So, he sold it to us for $4,000. Which, in Canada is not a lot of money for a car. Not a lot of money for a 2008 car. Not a lot of money for a 2008 car with only 150,000 kilometers. So needless to say, we are pretty happy with that. We ended up getting the vehicle and it has been a joy to drive. You know, before... We were driving this big van. The van is great. Definitely going to miss it. But we were driving this big van and it just didn't have the same control. This new car is lower down. It's smaller, definitely faster, and it's all-wheel drive. So I feel the control when I turn a corner, for example. The only problem is sleeping in this car is definitely not going to be easy. So, we will see. The other really good point about it is the resale value, the resale value. So, a resale value, for example, um, we paid $4,000 for the car. Next year, we can sell the car for maybe $4,000, maybe $3,800. So there's always a market for this type of car and providing that we don't fuck it up or something, we should be able to resell it. So that's pretty good. Anyways, folks, we're coming up on 12 minutes. I hope you enjoyed my story 
about buying a car, about losing a key, about paying $300 to get my car back and the next day the transmission dies. What else is happening in my life? Not much apart from that. Getting ready to go camping? But this is a catch-up with Ronan, and I will be back soon. Have a fantastic rest of your day. Thank you for stopping by.